Hey, 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 friends. Happy Friday and welcome back to another episode of Thriving Thoughts. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. It's occurred to me that I have a ton of new listeners and viewers. And so I want to just take a quick step back to tell you what this podcast is all about. This podcast is for women primarily, yes, but also for men. It is for people who realize the significance of the connection between your thoughts and your realities. It's for people who know that they have thought habits that they've been thinking their whole life, who are ready to evaluate, am I believing the truth or am I believing lies? And how is that then playing out in my reality? This is a podcast where we bring to the surface a lot of thoughts that nobody talks about. It's kind of like in my old days of being a clinical psychologist What I do here, what my hope is, is that this podcast looks a lot like the therapy room, both in what I divulge personally about me and my own internal emotional and psychological processes, as well as when I'm in the interviews. This is an audio, well, and now video on YouTube therapy session where we're ripping down the four walls and we're taking away the privacy because... I want you to know that whatever thoughts that you're thinking, whatever thought habits, whatever thought challenges you may have, somebody else is having them too. And it might even be me. So this is an opportunity for us to normalize mental health because yes, every person has a mental health with which to be concerned. And the goal here is for us to understand the powerful influence we have over our realities. No, we can't determine when the sun rises or sets, but we can determine the quality of our thoughts. And my friends, the quality of our thoughts determines the quality of our lives. All you need to do is go back through and listen to these episodes, particularly my monologue episodes, where I'm passing on some information about how to think differently about common struggles, common things that we think, how to think differently, more beneficially so that your life can reap the benefits and you can truly thrive. And today is no different because we're going to talk about friendship once again. And friendship, relationship is on everybody's mind. Everybody needs friends. Yes. But you see, we were designed for connection. That connection looks different for every one of us the intensity of it, the frequency of it. Your job is to identify for you what your needs are because guess what? Your needs are not the same. This is not one size fits all friendship needs. That's why I hope that in the myriad of ride or die duos that I'm bringing to you throughout season five, thriving in friendship, I hope that you'll find a piece of you in one of those or several pieces of you in several of those interviews where they can speak truth into you, into your specific needs so that you can then walk that out in your life. Now, for these monologue episodes, my goal is to give you some practical thought habit tools, okay? This is all about speaking truth over the lies. That means looking at what the thoughts are in your head, evaluating, is this true or is this a lie? And then figuring out how to change that if you need to so that the resultant action right? Our actions and feelings are fueled by our thoughts so that the resultant action and outcome can have benefit to your life. The number one complaint I hear from people that I coach, from people that I used to do therapy with, from friends, 
colleagues, passersby, people at the dog park about friendship. The number one complaint about friendship is that people feel like they are giving more than the other person. And I have felt like that on more than one occasion throughout my life. And I've learned a beautiful lesson that I want to pass on to you that has helped me tremendously, not just helped me, it's liberated me from the sadness and frustration that comes when you're evaluating your friendships and you're feeling like somebody else isn't as much of a friend to you as you are to them. I'll tell you about a relationship that I had in the past, and I thought that they were my friend. This was another woman, and I thought that she was my friend. And I got this idea, I thought, right? I got this idea in my head uh, that because she was my friend, she would do certain things. There we go. Thoughts inform expectations, right? And so when she did not do those things, rather initially... Then reevaluating, was she a friend in my definition of friendship? I began to take things personally. Like, was it me? Was it something about me? Did I do something wrong? Am I not good enough? These are all questions that I've contended with, and I know so many people have contended with throughout their young and adult lives. As you can imagine, I became sad because I had all of these lies swirling around in my head that her behavior was about me. But really, her behavior was being interpreted by me in light of the expectations that I had based on the definition of our relationship that I had created independently of the two of us. How many times does that happen, right? We have these entire conversations in our heads and we decide by ourselves, how things are going to go. I had decided that she was going to be a friend. I told I told myself that. That was a truth I began to believe. And then when that was not panning out in reality, I became sad. I became despondent. And sometimes I became angry. Let me share with you how I moved past that. This is the lesson. Just because you think somebody is your friend or you think that they're supposed to be your friend doesn't mean that they're going to be your friend. Why? Because it all depends on your definition of friendship. I am going to identify for you three levels of friendship that I've identified for myself in my life and have applied. And it's been a game changer because my feelings don't get hurt anymore. Listen, your reality is an outcome of your expectations, which is based on the truths that you believe. So if you believe that somebody is your friend or they're supposed to be your friend, but then they're not acting like your friend, then you're going to be disappointed. And that's going to play out in your life. What if you could be liberated from that? What if you could redefine the relationships in your life in an accurate way, in a truthful, honest way that helps you thrive and actually helps them thrive too, believe it or not. So here's the three levels, uh, and I'll say of friendship, but the three levels of relationship outside of significant other relationship that I've discovered that I needed to begin to categorize people into so that my expectations were different, so that my resultant feelings and realities were different based on those definitions, based on those expectations, those thoughts. The first is friendship. Friendship is kind of what it sounds like. It's a two-way street. It means you're a friend to me and I'm a friend to you. I give to you, you give to me. I take from you, you take from me, right? It is a natural, reciprocal, deliberate process. And we're talking in many of the different episodes about the different characteristics of friendship. So I'm not going to dive into all of those here, but friendship that's what friendship is. Friendship is two ways. Then 
we have the third category. I'm going to back up to the second in just a minute. The third category is acquaintances. So these could be like coworkers that you don't hang out with outside of work, uh, people that you see at the dog park and you don't hang out with outside of the dog park, people in different civic organizations that you don't hang out with outside of those civic organizations, groups, maybe you're a board member, maybe you're in a book club. These relationships are acquaintances and they are cursory relationships. They're nice, they're polite, they're well-meaning, they're well-intended, but they are temporary and they are situational. So therefore they are conditional. They are conditional relationships based on if I see you or if I don't see you. There's no intentionality with an acquaintance. So is there an acquaintance in your life that you have actually defined as a friend? Maybe it's somebody you only see when you go to this particular meeting, but you say they're your friend. Perhaps it's time to redefine them as an acquaintance. And that's not a bad thing, by the way. Not everybody in your life can be your friend. And you know, it's kind of odd now that I'm talking about this because I know, I realize that I open every episode of Thriving Thoughts with Hey Friends. And I guess that's because I feel like you're my friends because I share my heart with you and because many of you reach out to me and share your heart with me. So when I say that, I I mean it. It doesn't mean that we're necessarily in my backyard, you know, having a campfire with my dogs running around, chit-chatting and getting personal. But I do share my heart with you. And when you share your heart with me, that's what makes me have that bond with you. So I'm glad you're here, by the way. So perhaps your defined friend needs to be redefined as an acquaintance. Because let me ask you this question. If you have an acquaintance, are you going to get upset when they don't reach out to you, when they don't say hi to you first, when they don't remember that thing that they said they were going to look up for you or that piece of information that they were going to give you. No, you're not. Because that's not the role of an acquaintance. An acquaintance isn't always supposed to follow through. Like that's the nature of acquainting. And the role of acquaintance is a no-way street. I say that because there's minimal to no investment on either end. It's incidental. It's temporary. Yeah, you might see each other again next week. But again, it's temporary and there's really no contact, no relationship in between those passing by moments. All right, let's back up to the one-way street. We talked about friendship as the two-way street, acquaintances as the no-way street, right? There's just no street. And then the one-way street. And I've defined that as the mentee-mentor relationship. You might be in a position, maybe you're a leader in your church, maybe you're a leader in your organization. You started a book club. Whatever it is, you are a leader in some position. And so people around you look to you to lead them in some way, whatever capacity that is. And they might ask you questions and they might come to you with certain needs that they have and they might want to know your opinion about stuff. If we're not careful, we can define that person as a friend. And when we define them as a friend, we expect them to respond to us in kind by letting us be the one that goes to them with things, by letting us be the one that says, hey, can you help me out with this? But what if that relationship that you've defined as a friendship, what if that relationship in your life that you've defined as a friendship? is actually a mentor-mentee relationship. What if you're supposed to be in the position of mentor? What if you are supposed to be in this one-way street where you are the one pouring out, you are the one giving, you are the one serving because that's who God put in your path because they need you. I recently started doing Instagram reels the other day. And this is kind of fun because some of them get like 75 plays and the other one the other day got almost 11,000 plays, which was Super fun to just see that my words are being heard 
by people and hopefully impacting their lives. But I did one about this popular phrase, this, you know, we're in this self-love culture and take care of yourself and put yourself first. And all of that's true with caveats uh, that we won't dive into here on this episode. But I said, what if the people that were quick to cut out of our lives because they no longer serve us, what if we are supposed to be serving them? And that's what I think about this mentor-mentee relationship. If there's somebody in your life that they're always looking to you and you feel like they're always coming to you, but you feel like it's a one-way street, you're not getting the same thing in return, that's probably a mentor-mentee relationship. I'm not talking about a friendship. I'm not talking about somebody who dumps on you. I'm not talking about somebody who comes and word bomb word vomits all over you and then and then expects you to fix it. I'm not talking about somebody who complains and never does anything to fix it. I'm not talking about somebody who comes to you for advice and never implements it. No, that's probably a person that you don't want in your life because if they're not taking your advice, if they're not taking your wisdom, then it's kind of like you're wasting your breath and casting your pearls before you know what. Um, So it's probably time to move on from that person. That's not the person for you to be in relationship with, or maybe, you know, level down to acquaintance. But in a mentor-mentee relationship, it's somebody that you know you'd love to be friends with because you just love them and you adore them and you respect them and you admire them, but that's just not the nature of what they need. I believe it's important for us to reevaluate at times. If we're in a relationship, looking at that, is this a two-way street? Is it a one-way street? Is it a no-way street? Check in with yourself and reevaluate because the truth is not everybody's supposed to be your friend. Your group of friends, 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 friends. <laughs> People that are really your friends, the two-way street friends, the rider dies. Those are rare. Those should be counted on one hand. It's hard to have more than five two-way friends where you're sharing things with. And you'll remember from last episode, every, every friendship serves a different function. It can serve a different function, just like these levels of relationship. Now, I don't mean to say levels, but these these roles of relationship. So friendship, acquaintance, or mentor-mentee. So I want you to take a look at the relationships in your in your life. Go ahead and write down a list of the people in your life that you like, that you enjoy, not the ones that you don't. The people that you like, the people that you enjoy, the people that you see, the people that you spend time with then. I want you to put three columns next to that. Friend, acquaintance, mentor-mentee. And it might be that you are the mentee, right? It might be that the one-way street is you going to somebody all the time. And that's Okay, you might need to be in that mentee position. I hope that we all are to some degree. We should always be hanging out with people that know more than we do, or at least people that we think know more than we do. Write down the list of names and then categorize them. Now, this is not some scientific experiment. This is for you to wrap your head around the truth of the nature of the relationships in your life so that your expectations can then be formed in a healthy way expectations, healthy boundaries, all those buzzwords. You can't have healthy boundaries if you don't first have a healthy, true definition of the roles of the relationships in your life. So the lie, friends, is that everybody is your friend. No. What if it's a friend, an acquaintance, or a mentor or mentee? Pass this message along to somebody who needs it. Listen, it was a huge discovery for me. So I know there's somebody out there hungry for it. 
Do me a favor and share your favorite takeaway from today's episode on your Instagram story. Tag at Speaks. That's me. That's right. And use the hashtag Thriving Thoughts with Dr. Sherry. You'll be entered into a drawing for a personally signed, autographed, and little note to you written copy of my book right here over my shoulder, Breakup Breakthroughs. I'd love to send that to you. And if you don't want to be entered in the drawing, if you want to enter a friend, we can do that too. All the ways to reach out to me, to DM me or uh, in the show notes. And you can do that on social or you can do that in email, however you feel comfortable. Also, you can join my Thriving Thoughts texting community. Don't forget, try it free for 14 days. Just text THRIVE to 540-369-2139. All right, friends. (laughs) Until next time, until Tuesday with another ride or die duo interview. I look forward to having you back then. But remember, until then, to speak truth over the lies. And I promise you'll thrive in any and every circumstance.